back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, how are we doing this evening? Marlo, doing good. Another football Sunday, football weekend. Glad to be here. How are you? I am well. You are right. We have football, lots of football to get to, uh, college football, NFL football, uh, that weird other football that you talk about uh, yeah. towards the end of the podcast. So stick around for that. <laughs> stick around for that. <laughs> so speaking of college football, we start with our Badgers tonight. Yeah. Uh, we're just a couple of weeks away from kickoff of the Big Ten season. And we got some news this weekend. Yeah, we got some, I guess, breaking news over the weekend. Jack Cohn, starting quarterback for the Wisconsin Badgers, hurt his foot in practice. Uh, it sounds like reports uh, coming out of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel are uh, he'll need surgery. Uh, Marlo, I know we you mentioned it, it sounds like it's broken and he needs surgery. Out at least several weeks, sounds like the timetable. Yeah, not good. Uh, yeah, saw this, this go circulating last night. And kind of started off. He had to leave practice, and then somewhere I it doesn't. I don't think it was an official release. So in the Twitterverse, there's like you said, anything from surgery to broken foot. But at least it it's, doesn't seem like it's a quick timetable. Um, no matter who you ask in this this situation. So with that, Jack Cohen, uh, who was going to be the starter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we we must would be remiss if we don't talk about our boy. Graham Mertz, is this yep. the, is this the time? Well, it has to be now, and I, <laughs> obviously this is. Uh, I know some people, some Badger fans out there, are not saying they're cheering the news or anything because that would be unfair to say. But uh, some Badger fans going are excited in the chance to get to see Graham Mertz. I guess I'm excited to see it. I don't like, obviously, don't like the circumstance that it's under. Um, I think the floor of the Badger team with Jack Cohn as quarterback was higher. Uh, the ceiling might be higher with Mertz, um, mm-hmm. but I think the floor was higher with Cohn. I think that he was a, a very uh, good quarterback for the Badgers, uh, and I, I, I was expecting him to continue to improve and to be that again this year. I think they are going to lose a lot with him, uh, but the Badgers find themselves in a situation in which possibly losing a starting quarterback isn't absolutely devastating to the season, and I don't think that would have been the case uh, in years past, and perhaps are in, again, I'm not trying to look lightly on this, Marlo, but are in the best shape to handle such an injury that they've been in recent memory. Yeah, I I mean, I can hear that. I think um, having done this for all of last season, looking forward to Cohen stepping in, Obviously, don't like to see your starting quarterback go go out this way, this close to the season being started. But to your point, we have a I have a quarterback, a young quarterback. Obviously, he's only seen I forget how many snaps, but I know it's like ten passes in in his collegiate career. Um, so obviously, untested. Whereas Cohen has gone through has gone through the gone through a season as a starter, been to a Rose a Rose Bowl, a Big Ten title game, um, and you kind of know what you're going to get. So we're going to be going into the unknown with the hope that that the ceiling is very high, like you said. Yep. Um, but that's a big hope, and I don't know it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of scary because I think I just I read an article at some point. And I was looking for it. I should have saved it um, as it was going out, and it had Cohen's stats, and it was basically like the it was an opinion article, but it was making it the strong case that Cohen's like the best quarterback since Russell Wilson that Wisconsin's ever seen. Um, so that argument can be made through the stats. That started to make me nervous because, again, we're dealing with the unknown. But I, you know, hoping for the best here. Been looking towards Mertz, and you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So sad news out of uh, Wisconsin, and kind of sad news as we were kind of talking about. Uh, I guess coming into this weekend and this weekend, while well, this was supposed to be Wisconsin Notre Dame at Lambeau Ugh, Field, which when it was announced, you know, we. We penciled it in on the calendar, um, and and that was that was the first no. time this year that like I re- it really hurt. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it we you know we talked about when the first kind of weeks came and football wasn't back yet and and whatever and how it stunk, but like this was 
a weekend that I had like I knew it was not going to happen, right? Right. But to kind of see my meeting reminder pop up <laughs> and tell me that this is the time I'm supposed to be asking off of work, have off of work to go uh, up to to Green Bay with uh, you and a bunch of our other friends that we had planned. Uh, that one, that one hurt. Yeah, this it was not only penciled in, Casey, as you said, it was in your calendar. It was penned in. Yeah, this one, this one was actually going to happen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> despite, yeah, despite all the thing, other things that we say we're going to do, yeah. and then never do. This one, we uh, we were for sure going to do. So, yeah, oh, that hurt. That hurt. Yeah, that uh, but they hurt. do start, Marlo, in uh, three weeks from yesterday. Right, the twenty fourth is their first game, kicking off against Illinois, uh, followed by the thirty first with Nebraska. So. Uh, games are coming, but this week and was supposed to be a fun experience wasn't to happen, and they're going to be happening with uh, Graham Mertz at quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, be yeah, be excited to see the weeks come ahead. What, what reports come out of camp there? But um, yeah, a couple weeks away, Big yeah. Ten football. Yeah. Speedy recovery to uh, Jack, of course. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Hope, hopefully, gets back and uh, able to able to get back to playing as as soon as possible. All right, let's talk some other college football. Marlo um, came into this weekend with one game circled on the calendar. Well, okay, two, uh, one and a half games. <laughs> Georgia-Auburn <laughs> was the uh, headline game. Uh, ESPN night game uh, was four versus seven, I think, in the rankings. They're not four and seven anymore. Georgia does Auburn. Really disappointing. Uh, I guess yeah. from a from a neutral standpoint, Coming in expecting a good game, expecting to see, you know, uh, Georgia looked pretty weak against Arkansas the week before, expecting to see if they could bounce back. They did in, emphatically against what looked like a very overmatched Auburn team. Yeah, that was kind of this. There was a snooze fest. Um, your typical, we're going to build this game up, ESPN, and then all you did was let us down on the field. Uh, but it's the adopted team. Well, we don't need to adopt them anymore, do we? Because we have Big Ten back, yeah. It was supposed to, Georgia was supposed to be our adopted team, um, but they showed out. Uh, it did that instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, instead I was uh, I was overlooking at um, <laughs> Oklahoma Iowa. Nope. Yeah, not Iowa State. Yeah, o- was it Oklahoma, Iowa State? Iowa State it was yeah. Iowa State. Yeah, that game. I mean, I guess it's disappointing from the from the perspective of Oklahoma losing, but yeah. I mean, it was a fun game to watch. I I don't know why I che- I don't even know why I find myself cheering against Oklahoma. Maybe because I think they get too much credit for being in a crappy conference. Um, but that seems like a, a completely reasonable reason to. Read. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah it was a it was a, it was kind of a fun game to watch and just be like oh Oklahoma's you're not doing well in there. Um, their young quarterback, they just couldn't just plug and play another quarterback in there and win another Heisman. Yeah, that was fun. They lost 37-32 to to Iowa State. And they said that this was Iowa State's first win against Oklahoma in, like, was it seven or eight attempts? Which, like, in my mind, for whatever reason, Iowa State always plays them tough. Yeah. But that apparently isn't the case. But for some reason, they must have upset Oklahoma sometime, and that has just stuck in my, like, seven, eight years ago or something. <laughs> Obviously, they can win at Oklahoma, too, but it just sticks in my head that Iowa State always gives them a hard time. Uh, but apparently, apparently that's not the case. But they did this game and, and won uh, coming off. A, so OU, Oklahoma, drops with this out of the rankings. They're now 1-2 yeah. and two, uh, with losses to Iowa State and Kansas State. Um, which kind of goes into my next big takeaway from this weekend is Big 12 busts. Oklahoma, yeah. we talked about yeah. um, losing to Iowa State and Texas losing at home to TCU, um, which was a ended up being a very close game, uh, or it was a close game. It's very entertaining, Marlo. I'm li- I'm liking watching Texas. So Texas is back is back in this way. Uh, <laughs> very entertaining. Every game that they're in is a barn burner. They can't play defense. Um, Every game is really exciting. Allinger slings the ball around. They ended up losing 33-31. It took me a second to bring up bring up the score. But all their games are really interesting. Uh, they've And it's just fun. They're not back in the sense that they lost to TCU, but they're back in the sense that I'm tuning in every week. Uh, but the top <laughs> two teams, it was supposed to be Oklahoma-Texas. Is this the year that Texas unseats Oklahoma? 
Well, it seems like Oklahoma might be unseated. They already have two losses in conference, but it might not be Texas who does it. <laughs> yeah, well, Texas is finding um, incredible ways because they were up. Were they up eight in the fourth quarter? Uh, they were up in the fourth quarter, and I turned around and found out Texas wasn't back. Uh, but you are right. They will be in every game in one way, shape, or form uh, towards the end there. So it is it is entertaining to watch Texas in, in that well. The Big 12. Yeah. Um, what's going to happen here? Are they going to have it? Are they just not going to have They're not going to have a team come out of the Big 12. Are we just going to get four SEC teams in the playoffs? Uh, no, probably three. Three? <laughs> <laughs> three in Ohio State. Um, yeah, three in Ohio State. Uh, so let's just say three and, and a Big Ten with maybe uh, Notre Dame in there. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. That's probably uh, the I way forget, in which... I forget about Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah, with because they're playing the um, weird uh, ACC schedule. And do they, do they play Clemson? Even if they play Clemson. They do play Clemson, I believe. Even if they lose to Clemson, that's going to be such a good loss. If Oh, Clemson. We forgot about Clemson. So it'll be Clemson or Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Two SEC schools in the Big Ten. All right, we already figured out the playoff model. Why, right. why are we even? Why are we playing the games? To play the games. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it it does seem like uh, the Big Twelve has already played its way out of a spot. I think their sole remaining chance is Oklahoma State, who is tenth ranked right now. Uh, they're three and zero, two and zero in conference, but those wins are only over West Virginia. And Kansas, although they waxed Kansas, I don't know how impressive that is. Um, and they have both Texas and Oklahoma left on their schedule, so it seems like Big 12's already played them way, played their way out of a playoff spot for sure. Good job, Big Twelve. Proud of you. Um, Not really. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, other yeah. notes from notes. the week. Yeah. Uh, Lane Kiffin gets his first win with Ole Miss. Congratulations, Lane. Yeah, uh, Lane Train's a thing. That's hap- that's <laughs> that's here now. Are we going with that? Lane Train? He wears funny suits, and we call it Lane Train. I don't... It's weird. It's like Lane Train has landed. Like So they like do the, like a picture of him coming off the, the plane, which it's a plane and a train. Automobiles. Anyway. That's, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a thing. Um... What else, Marla? What else happened? Uh, UCF, RIP, national title hopes. They lost the game to Tulsa. What are we going to do with all these printed T-shirts, Marla? I don't know. <laughs> I gotta, don't know. Got to stop printing before the season starts. There, I really do. Tell you. Man, really do. Costs are really racking up. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone way over the budget. Way, way over, over the budget. The we thought for sure. We thought for sure we could sell these for a profit. <laughs> Get in early. Get in early. All right. Yeah, I think that's it. Memphis loses. They were ranked, but they lost to SMU, who is on fire right now. Other than that, Alabama's Alabama's good. Clemson's good. Yeah. Alabama's still good. Newsflash. Alabama's good at football. Is A&M ever going to turn the corner? No. I don't think so. The answer is no. Good. They had their shot with, with Johnny. They had their shining moment, I should say, with Johnny. Not even a shot, just a shining moment. Yeah. And that was, that's A couple it. upsets in there. Yeah. That was, that was fun, though. All right. Yeah. All right, looking ahead to next week, Marlo, we got a couple um, good matchups here, I think, next week. Uh, I, I just wrote down the, the rank versus rank games kind of-ish. Um, let's talk through what our game of the week is. Yeah. All right, night game uh, on ABC, I believe, is Miami-Clemson. We got Tennessee, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma. That's the only not ranked team in this Oklahoma, but still, it's Texas, Oklahoma. That is noteworthy. Virginia Tech, North Carolina, and Florida, Texas A&M. Marlo, what game are you most looking forward to watching? Um, you know, I could say Miami Clemson because this is this is the it's the true is Miami back game. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can say whatever you want. Marla. I know. I'm about to. I'm about to say whatever I want. All right. Um. So I'm gonna. But uh, but I'm gonna go with Alabama, Mississippi, Alabama, Ole Miss. Off the board. Off the board. Down. Yeah. Um. Lane Kiffin versus Nick Saban. The I I can see the uh, I can see the montages now of them 
arguing on the sideline after because they're kicking the crap out of someone fourteen to ten or forty two to ten. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the mentor versus the mentee. I'm not gonna say. Let's see, Mississippi State, uh, Alabama's a 24 point favorite, so it probably won't be close. But I will do it for the entertainment factor. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. No, I think. Uh, I mean, if it's obviously if it's close, it's that's interesting. I don't know that Ole Miss has the the talent to stick with Alabama. I was so impressed with Alabama, Alabama kicking the crap out of A and M. You know, it'll be interesting to see how road games play out here. Uh, you know, it's not the same going to Oxford, right? Ole Miss? Mm. Ah, whatever. Going to yeah. wherever Ole Miss plays. One of them is in Oxford. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it's Oxford. You got it. Oxford. There we go. Uh, it's not the same without the fans there, so I don't know if that will be as as difficult for Alabama. Um, you mentioned that Miami, there's two, you know, are they back games? Miami against Clemson. And Tennessee versus Georgia, um, with Miami and Tennessee being the teams, are they back? I'm interested to see. I haven't seen Tennessee play yet. They've looked really good. Um, what does that mean? I haven't seen them play, <laughs> but they've looked really good. Uh, yes. I think they might be good based on the highlights and replays that I've seen of them <laughs> and what I've read of them. I'm interested to see. I mean, that was against South Carolina and Missouri, so not top talent. I'm interested to see if Tennessee can um, continue that against what now appears to be a very good Georgia team. Uh, Miami Clemson, I that's not my game of the week because I will be annoyed at whoever wins that game. <laughs> that's fair. If Miami keeps it close and wins, I'm going to be annoyed that I have to hear Miami's back. If Clemson wins i presume it's going to be easy and then i'm annoyed that clemson's just good again uh so that game's just going to annoy me um and i feel bad for uh shoot what's fox's uh big noon big noon bad for the big noon crew they had to have texas oklahoma circled as like (laughs) big noon is back yeah and now they get uh one and two oklahoma hosting a one and two or excuse me, a two and one Texas team. Very disappointing. For Are them. they still doing that? Is they still doing at the Red River Rivalry? Are they still doing it at that whatever stadium? Oh, at the, the neutral site or yeah. the, is it the Cotton Bowl? I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's not about that. Um, uh, I'm, I hope not to watch any part of Virginia Tech, North Carolina, because I'm so tired of ACC football. That's not Clemson. So <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. They've gotten so much play because they start and they just there's they suck. When did Pittsburgh go to this blue and yellow color scheme? Um, well, that was they just went back to it. They just went back to it. That was like their old school, like Joe Montana. I saw days. it a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh, like this is a throwback uniform." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying when they go full time with it? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they mm. since they won and they got since they were ranked. They were ranked. They went with. And they're they're like we're gonna do this. I don't not like it. It just looks it's. I just don't expect it. So mm-hmm. it, it it's off putting because I don't expect it. I don't I don't dislike the color scheme, but it's just I see Pittsburgh. I don't think those colors. So it's weird. Uh, all right, that's next week, Marlo. Uh, I think we mentioned all the games, but uh, Marlo's jazzed up for Alabama Ole Miss at yeah. least if it's a game, and I'm looking forward to that Tennessee Georgia game. All right, uh, anything else football wise, Marlo? Uh, Pac-12 is gonna be back. They released the schedule. Yeah. Uh, so we might get some Pac-12 after dark. I don't know. We'll see. I would assume so. But we are gonna get some Pac-12 for breakfast. Oh. How so? so? They're gonna be part of. They're gonna start playing games at the noon Eastern time slot, eleven Central, which is nine a.m. for them. Wow. Uh, yeah. At least the, I don't know. At least the kickoff. So that first game, Arizona State USC. Looks like it's the big noon game, uh, which is a nine a.m. nine a.m. kickoff for for the for folks out west. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I don't know. That would probably be awesome, actually. That would be I would be awesome as a fan. Uh, well, probably not. Cause, well, no, yeah. In our old age here, that'd be awesome. If we got to wake up and like kickoff was at nine. Yeah, we're up. The kids are up. Yeah, done. That'd be dope. Football's on already. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough though. That's very early. 
Um, stuff as a college, college kid. Yeah, I mean, imagine trying to be at the stadium. We would not make it to the stadium. Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, not the stadium. We'd make it up for the kegs, maybe not the stadium. So yeah, they they released the schedule, and then you know how ESPN had like the notable games or whatever. Yeah. Yep. It kept scrolling. Down. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was basically every USC game. But it was like, really? That's the notable. You're, okay, Pac-12. Go yeah. get them. Go we'll get them. But it will be fun to have games on after the night games. Yeah. So at least keep our attention. So welcome back, Pac-12. Your games are notable somehow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any other NCAA football, Marlon? Uh, that's all I got. All right. all we got. got more football, though, Marlon. Okay. Moving on to the NFL. And we had quite the scare. Yeah. Uh, midweek, I think uh, a little bit of a little bit of panic, at least uh, for me, uh, if not for the actual teams. Uh, we had some uh, announcements of some players who and uh, not facility um, players and other members of the teams testing positive for COVID. Uh, the Titans uh, Pittsburgh Steelers game was delayed. It was moved to week 17, I believe. So they must have moved some some bye weeks around. And then um, kind of what seemed like last minute, it was Friday or Saturday, right? Yep. Yeah. Cam Newton tested positive. Uh, apparently the only Pats player who tested positive, and everybody else has tested negative. So that game has moved from Sunday to Monday, so kind of knocked around the afternoon schedule here um, for your team. Uh, but we had, yeah. I guess, hard skip to beat Marlo as some positive tests started coming out. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think this, I mean, <laughs> this might be the difference between the NFL, or obviously we know a little bit more than we did, uh, you know, six months ago or so about this, but it's, it's like, it's, it came out, I think there was six or seven, they said, Titan players and personnel that had tested yeah. positive. And their first inclination was like, all right, we have this positive test. We'll move the game to Monday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought back to, when this all went down with the like in like sports just shut down as when the NBA had won, yeah, and there's like we're done, it's done, everything's done, um, and then NFL was like you know we we went through basketball, we went through football, all all the sports shut down, and NFL was like yeah, we'll, we'll just, how about we just move it to Monday, um, but again it's different times, we know a, a little bit more or so it's not, but it did it was kind of scary because it was that moment of like is this it uh, is is football over? Yeah, and di- didn't a Saints player? Test positive, but then wasn't. Yeah, said a Saints player test positive, but then retested it, so it was a false neg or false positive. False positive, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a, it was a scary moment where it looked like maybe this wasn't going to happen again. Uh, you'd the frustrating thing about going this season, and we talked about this when um, college football schedules are released. The the lack of flexibility in these schedules is incredibly yeah. frustrating when we've had so much time to look ahead and go, hey. You know, if some players get test positive for this or, or or get sick with this, you know, we might have to move some schedule around. And they didn't literally didn't build any additional flexibility into the schedule, which is incredibly frustrating. But uh, at least for these two teams, they were able to kind of find a, a solution uh, for the schedule and get those games played and not disrupt the season. So hopefully, I don't know. This doesn't seem like it's good, the last set it's going to be, but it does. I don't know if the, if this is a positive or takeaway, Marlo, uh, but uh, it does seem like the NFL has kind of a plan around what happens if they they test positive midweek. You know, identify who's uh, who who uh, is sick, who who has the disease, the the, the virus, uh, isolate them, and make sure the rest of the team can play and is safe. That sounds like somewhat of a plan. Yeah. While not great. Yeah, not yeah, well, not ideal. Uh, like you said, it is a plan, it is a protocols that are in place. Uh, so it seems like they're on top of it. Uh, I guess the good is it good that we get two Monday night games now? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it is good. Even though it, your game got pushed back to later. Oh well, yeah, it's bad. But it's good. <laughs> if it was any other team, that would be it. Would be really good. I love two Monday night games. They should always have two Monday night games. It's fantastic. Oh wow. Um, I as long as the Packers aren't the late game, but here the, here we are them being yeah. the late game. Yeah, <laughs> I always complain about Packers in prime time, and now they're like in late night time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it also got it also lucked out that lucked out. I shouldn't use yeah. this word, but that it was the Pats and Chiefs that they get to play on a, on the second Monday night game. So now, yeah, so now you have you know 
what Cam Newton's going to be playing. You have the Patriots, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, all on Monday night. Yeah. Oh, you're saying because it was uh, a good matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for there to be two games tomorrow. I think there should. I don't. I shouldn't say. I think there should always be two games. (laughs) It's fun when there are two games and we get a chance, uh, because usually that only happens the first weekend, and usually the matchup, the second matchup is, like. The Raiders or somebody, and who cares? So yeah, and it kicks off at like eleven. It's like yeah. no, no, thank you. Yeah. So all right, uh, your Bears played today. My Packers play tomorrow, so we won't talk too much about them here. But your Bears played. Uh, did they the, though? Uh, what did they play though? Did they play? Did I don't they? Know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not in my house. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm still trying to figure out why. Um, so I think it's because. Um, the Bears game got moved. That's the only thing I can come up with is um, the Bears game got moved from noon to 325, our time, uh, because the Pats-Chiefs game moved. Uh, so I think that like the programming didn't update. So I had two noon games to watch and then no 330 games. You had zero 330 games. Zero 330. Zero. Fox, was, show- Fox was showing uh, Red Bull... Uh, bike racing oh sweet and (laughs) cvs milwaukee was blacked out what so i couldn't get and then i couldn't get my antenna to work to try and see if i could get the chicago station but uh so i was pretty upset i i listened to it on the radio oh as as i spent time with my family nice uh, in the backyard so i listened to uh chicago uh radio and 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 that's how i took the game in wow yeah so so upset Good thing. <laughs> well, Casey, your eyes might thank you. Um, this was a I it wasn't a, like it wasn't a, a aesthetically pleasing game e- either way around. I mean, it was a yeah. defensive defensive bad. Colts defense looks. I know it was against a Bears offense that wasn't clicking at all, but it still looked good from my well, test. We need to give uh, you credit for being uh, prophetic yeah. uh, because this is on schedule. With yeah. your your <laughs> prophecy for the bear season. Yeah. Uh yes, it is. It is exactly on schedule. I was hoping I'd be proven wrong in some way, shape, or form, but I'm not. Uh it turns out I have seen Nick Foles play football before. Um <laughs> Yeah, and it, it sucks. And I think um you know, we're playing the Colts Colts and you know, our boy Jonathan Taylor uh, yeah. is is running back there. And I think the first carry it got called back for a hold but he had it was probably like a 15 or 16 yard carry and i was like man this sucks <laughs> um you know because it's like i love jonathan he's my yeah. guy but i don't want him to do well in this game yeah. but it's a size my guy so i think he, you know he it, it was i hate those games where you have someone that you have some sort of affinity to most of the times they have either connection with wisconsin or longtime bears player yeah. um but yeah, that that part kind of that part hit at the hit at the hit at the heartstrings. Um, but besides that, that was like the only really cheering I could do against because it was just not. Uh, there's yeah, Nick Foles. The only thing you say that it, with Nick Foles in this game, he had the threat of going downfield. Okay, and for some reason, his his balls weren't like completely off target like Mitch's were, but like their receivers couldn't freaking bring the balls in, and. Um, yeah, I don't know where to go. I mean, I do know where to go. I told you by week six, we'll probably be in some sort of jockeying back and forth, and it'll just be a big cluster towards the rest of the season. But hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, uh, I guess just to go off of your, your Jonathan Taylor uh, comment, uh, rooting against him, I'm sure, isn't fun. But I, listening to that game, I would just hear them hand the ball off to somebody not named Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you doing? He's... You know, Agreed. not that he was having an insane game by any stretch of imagine, uh, imagination, but he seemed like he had the he was the most likely again, I was listening on the radio, yeah. but he was most likely to break one for, you know, fifteen, sixteen yards. He had a couple of those. Um it seemed like he got yardage most plays, like whereas the other running backs seemed like they weren't doing anything. So I think he finished with what te- the mid teens in carries. Yeah, I think it was like thirteen carries. Which I don't, I was incredibly frustrated because one I want him to do well and two I thought he was the most uh, effective running back but they kept going away from it. it was very confusing at least listening to on the radio 
17 rush attempts. Okay, so he must have got a few towards towards the end. But that's that's crazy because he he seemed like he was more effective more effective than that. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of this Colts team. Uh, I guess the the one thing is Philip Rivers didn't kill them with a backbreaking interception today, which I he tried. I thought, I thought was possible. Um, he tried, but the guy's knee was out of bounds. Yeah. Oh, that was on the goal line, yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe they just threw us off their scent first week with that loss to Jacksonville, and they're actually good? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what to make of them. Um, but they, you're right, the defense did look good today, granted how much that was Bears slash Nick Foles ineptitude. Um, I don't know. It seemed like two not good right teams, but maybe two good teams trying to figure themselves out. I don't Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got two. Well, obviously, in in, in the Colts, it's uh, new quarterback in in the system. Obviously, Foles was a new quarterback in a new system. Um, Philip Rivers has had more time, obviously, mm. but I, I I think that could be said. I think after watching the Colts through a whole game, it could be scary because um, that defense is it it is real good, um, and they don't. And if Philip Rivers cannot make. <laughs> backbreaking interceptions. Yeah, um, they could be, it could be a decent team. Yeah, not great, se- but decent. Yeah, it seems like that in the AFC South is pretty, pretty open, right? I guess Tennessee still, still three and zero. So, um, I was just thinking with the, with Houston being a disaster, um, which that was one of the games I got to watch. Vikings Houston, uh, Vikings Houston, uh, not fun. As I'm rooting for Houston, it must not be fun to be a Houston Texans fan um, watching Sean Watson run around <laughs> for his <laughs> life and just knowing that Bill O'Brien is in complete control of that organization and just doesn't seem like he knows how to win too many football games, although they always seem to make a late run. Uh, other games, I guess I started getting into. I'm a little bit worried about my Arizona Cardinals, Marlo. I think after week two, I said they were good. And they've disappointed me, losing two in a row. I'm uh, <laughs> yeah. a bit worried about them now because they today was a game that they should have won uh, and did not, and did not. Yeah, what's up with that? As, are they just not, like, what's up with that? Is Ky- Kyler Murray good, not good, indifferent? He seems, at this moment, not good. Um <laughs> He was so dynamic the first two weeks. And so I, dynamic. I don't know where that went. Uh, they uh, they lost to Carolina, thirty-one uh, twenty-one. Uh, Christian McCaffrey less Carolina Panthers. Um, they, I, I don't know. I, I I they just seem like they're a different team now. And I, I don't. I outside of that, I don't know what what else to say. But I'm worried about them in that tough NFC West. Uh, Two losses at this point is pretty. I think it'd be tough to to build out of as the other teams continue uh, continue to win. Um, Cowboy, other game, Cowboys lose hilariously again. Uh, they lose to Cleveland forty nine thirty eight, and that scoreline doesn't do justice to how poorly Dallas played. <laughs> uh, again, with a, a frantic late comeback that fell short. Um, they were down forty-one to fourteen in the third quarter, going into the fourth, third quarter, fourth quarter, going into the fourth quarter. They're down forty-one fourteen. Um, I take a little bit of joy out of Mike McCarthy doing this this poorly, <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but this Dallas team looks awful. Yeah, and. Dak just seems like he gets points or yardage or stats when his team is down big. Yeah, Dallas does not look good, um, but they'll find a way to try to make it interesting at the end, which is, and then they'll find a way to hilariously like giving a, a, a touchdown to a reverse on, to Odell Beckham. Um, yeah, that funny. That is, yeah, it's just hilarious. It's just a funny. But that's the other guy who had a big week against me in fantasy. Oh yeah, he came out of nowhere. 
Um, he finally started to play football. Of course, the year I just, well, I mean, it's one game, Marlo, calm down. But I, had, I, am, I kept him as a keeper for like three, yeah. four years that yeah. he didn't do anything. Yeah, did, did this week. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cow- yeah our fantasy Cowboys, talk. I mean, imagine being a Cowboys and uh, Texas Longhorns fan. I mean, every week it's, you know, in the mid-30s or higher, and your team's finding ways to lose. Uh, unbelievable what's going on uh, with, with this Dallas team. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say other than that. Any other games that jumped out to you, Marlo, that were interesting or worth noting? Um, no, I mean, Russell Wilson's still balling out. Yeah. Um, uh, everybody is talking about him cooking, and it's just a tad annoying now. <laughs> it's just a tad annoying. <laughs> um, yeah. What else happened? There was something else. Um, Joe Burrow got his first win. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. I don't know why. I'm rooting for him more so than I probably otherwise would. Yeah. Uh, a a kind of number one overall pick out of the SEC. Um but for whatever reason, I am. Uh, hmm. Buffalo, you've mentioned this. Oh, uh, Buffalo. Yeah, they're for real. Yeah. They're 4-0. You jumped on Buffalo. I jumped on uh, Arizona. And <laughs> one of us was right yeah. <laughs> so far. <laughs> well, the Texans are not good. Texans are just yeah. not good. They lost the loser go home, losers go home yeah. week, game of the Tough. week. Tough for them. And it didn't look good doing it. Um. Chargers lose, but everyone's talking about <laughs> everyone's talking about Herbert being like the next great quarter slice quarterback of the century. Yeah. Don't know why, but okay. Yeah, he's looked okay at times. Um, has made some really bad mistakes, and I guess you just chalk that up to being a rookie. Uh, but that's kind of the quarterback he's always been. Yep. Uh, so I don't know if he's gonna move out of that but I guess that fits the mold for what the Chargers have expected at quarterback for <laughs> the last 15 years so uh, I mean at the end of the day if he it it feels too easy to just say he is on pace to be Phillip Rivers but it looks like he is <laughs> kind of on pace to be Phillip Rivers there you go I like that's a good one so All congratulations right. yeah there's my rundown for Week four. Awesome. Week four. All right, looking ahead to next week, uh, Marlo, we got Thursday night on Fox. Very yeah. excited that uh, we don't have to disconnect from our Wi-Fi at home to watch on Yahoo Sports. Uh, we can watch it on the TV now. Um, I don't know. That's how I was watching it, Marlo. Uh, <laughs> your Bears taking on the uh, possibly uh, – or well, they're taking on <laughs> Buccaneers. Yeah, but I was gonna say the Buccaneers who ha- possibly have a quarterback who realized he has really good um, options at yeah. wide receiver and tight end and should just like get him the ball and let them go, let them cook as they would say if they were Russell Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this this can't go wrong at all. Uh, Hall of Fame quarterback Thursday Night Football. Uh, this is yeah, I'm so excited for this game. Can't wait, but. What is up with Buck? What is it in like the Tampa Bay Air that turns quarterbacks into throwing pick sixes, no matter who you are? I think Tom Brady's thrown four already this season. Yeah, and that's the only thing I can hope for. So the only thing I can hope for is that he plays, he throws a pick six because at least they got that, and then he'll throw up and throw four other f- touchdowns to make up for it. Yeah, when he threw that pick six, it was early in the game, and I went. I thought. Oh no, Tom doesn't have it anymore. Like it was one of those. It was a sideline throw. Yeah, yeah. And he just didn't have the. I mean, it was kind of a bad throw, but in the defender read it. But it was one of those where it seemed like if he had a stronger arm, uh, right? Maybe that he would have had at thirty three instead of forty three. Um, the defender might not have been able to make that the the play and and return for a touchdown. Uh, but then I was quickly uh, that thought was erased by. Uh, Five, four or five touchdowns today. So yeah, um, he he kind of figured it out. Um, I think he just he, like I said, he needs to realize he has a lot more talent than he used to have around him. He doesn't need to make the throws he used to make. He has, there's a lot more wiggle room for him. I think as far as the the types of throws that he needs to make, just find the open guy. They're gonna get open. They're really good. Uh, 
primarily Mike Evans. He found O.J. Howard on a, a deep pass uh, today that, again, made it look really easy. So, yeah, I'm uh, a bit optimistic for the Bucks on Thursday night in my life, I do say so, uh, from an anti-Bears standpoint. <laughs> sure you are. Yeah. Whatever. Packers have a, pi- a bye week. Pie week. Yeah. Packers. Packers have a bye week. So you got a yeah. game tomorrow. Game tomorrow, so, uh, Atlanta. Uh, you're just so relaxed today. As compared to last week, we're well. We're, yeah, well, yeah. Last week we're recording during uh, <laughs> Packers Saints. Uh, yeah, much more relaxed. Uh, just you know, I have uh, whatever this terrible Sunday night game is <laughs> on in the background. But <laughs> not too interested in that. Uh, Eagles Forty ers is happening. It's an awful game. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Packers have a bye. Looking ahead to next week. I don't know what it is, Marlon. Maybe it's because the Packers aren't playing, but I'm not super jazzed about the slate next week. It's uh, I felt like this week we had like four or five games we were circling and being like, this could be game of the week. We talked about Bears-Bucks being on Thursday night. Vikings-Seahawks is a Sunday night football game, which I think sounded better before the season than it does now. Um, although this might be... Uh, if the Vikings win this, they're turning their season around, which makes me want to kind of throw up a little bit in my mouth as I say that. Uh, so hopefully Seattle just handles that. And then Monday night is Chargers, Saints. I don't have much interest. Uh, I mean, I'm, when I say much interest, Marlo, I'm watching these games. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not, you know, as far as talking about them getting storylines and things like that, uh, I'm not too excited about those. Any other matchups uh, not primetime games that jump off the page at you um there's a few loser leaves towns games oh, next week okay. um that you know after dissecting yeah, i know you schedule. love those i do love those yeah. um our, te- our texans who stink yeah. are playing the jaguars uh yeah. one three so the texans uh, have, lose that one see any of that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's over oh this one's even better casey giants cowboys uh, i would if the if the Cowboys give up more than twenty one points, <laughs> let me tell you this, this this Giants team is terrible. As somebody uh, who I don't want I shouldn't say like because Saquon Barkley is on my team, but I I've paid attention to Cowboys uh, to Giants games more than a normal Packer fan should because of fantasy football, and they are not fun, <laughs> uh, and they cannot score points, uh, and Dallas can't do anything but give up points. Uh, so this is a uh, a movable object and an unstoppable force, except the, well, hold on. I'm trying to get the analogy better. The unstoppable force is the Cowboys giving up points, and the immovable <laughs> object is the Giants' offense. So, <laughs> that will be, uh, I guess, interesting in that in that regard. Um, but, yeah, if Dallas loses this game, I mean, the, the only thing with that, though, is they're in the NFC East, Everybody sucks there. Dallas is tied for first place at one and three. With That's so gross. The Washington football team. That's gross. That so that they could, sucks. I mean, seven and nine is probably going to win that division. Was that last year the division winner was eight and eight? Or was it the year before? I can't remember. Uh, it's either last year or the beginning. Yeah, whatever. That division, they should just get rid of it. Should be relevant. Disband, disband the division. Disband the division. <laughs> Promote Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Um, right. uh, yeah, that's a, that's a loser leaves town. Yeah. Um, okay. The Vikings Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, you two Big so, Ten quarterbacks. You got the Big Ten championship quarterbacks again in the same field. God, the inaugural God. Big Ten championship. He's so frustrating to watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Will that that game? Uh, it's still, it's one of my favorite fan experiences of all time uh, watching that game um, alright two games that people might actually want to watch Marlo um, actually these are these are I think surprising matchups just in the sense that they are teams that are uh, looking to take I think uh, let's say solid leads in their divisions uh, we have Bills and Titans two undefeated teams uh, going head to head at noon I think that's an interesting matchup um, as well as the Colts Browns, both three and one, um, kind of a which one of these teams are for real game. Um, so I think those are two uh, that are interesting, at least kind of competitive wise, to see kind of who who's going to take kind of that step forward in their division or in the Colts Browns, see what they're really made of. Because I honestly don't know between those 
between those two, uh, if they're good or not. Uh, so that's next week. Marlo, anything else uh, you got? NFL next week, this week, any other time? No, that's it. That'll be a wrap. All right, excellent. Let's take a quick break. Here right. from the sponsors we don't have. All right. All right, back. Uh, what a break. What a break. Um, yeah, so that'll do it for, for all the football, uh, at least the American version. Um, look at all this build-up to the corner kick. It's very exciting. Um, <laughs> let's look at baseball, Marlowe. It is over. It's over. For, at least for our team. Before it began. Yeah. Uh, we were so excited. Way for too the fast. Playoffs, and then it was then it was gone. Uh, your White Sox losing in three games to the Oakland Athletics, uh, and my Brewers losing quite convincingly to uh, the LA Dodgers in two games. Um, other crazy things: uh, Atlanta won a playoff series. It was weird being like, "Oh, this team finally won a playoff series because of this wild card format." So yeah, it's like way easier for teams to win playoff series. That didn't didn't stop the Twins from losing their, I think it's eighteenth, eighteenth. Playoff game in a row. 18th playoff game <laughs> in a row. It's insane. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, well, we'll get to it. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, that's insane. Uh, and there was shoot, there was another one uh, who hasn't won a series uh, a, a playoff series in forever, but I can't remember what that one was. Um, the Marlins have never lost a playoff series. Wait, what? Which seems insane. Oh, was their only run that World Series run? They've had two World Series runs. <laughs> they're nine. And, they're nine and zero oh in playoff series. I think it is, or seven and zero, oh, or whatever it is. Yeah, they've never, they've never lost. They make the playoffs and win the World Series, or yeah. they don't. Right. Yeah. So. If they're in, they're win it. If they're in it. They win it. Which, which makes things like that, like this one's not winning one game. Easy. <laughs> That's so absurd. Um, yeah, Midwest baseball's dead. They had uh, the Central divisions had seven teams in the playoffs. And they all lost. <laughs> <laughs> they all lost. Uh, and I was yeah. actually I, uh, rooting for all of them, uh, with the exception of the, the Cubs. Oh, it was uh, Cubs and Cardinals. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, for all the AL ones, I guess. Yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to White Sox Twitter. They yeah. they had out there that uh, last last Cubs last Cubs playoff win some some date in 2017. Last White Sox playoff win last week or or, so, or yesterday, whatever, whenever oh, they put it out. It was like they winning the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won a the game, so that was good. <laughs> that was good. I like it. I'm sure it stung Cubs fan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's dead. It's dead in the Midwest. Where do we go from here? Well, we got to look ahead, Marlo, and latch onto teams as we do. Um, and I found a team. Well, I don't know. I found. How many players are on a team? All but one player on the Padres <laughs> I love. <laughs> Padres playing against uh, the Cardinals, so obviously I had a rooting interest. It was natural for me to root for the Padres. Padres is a team that hasn't had much postseason success in their career. Um, an easy team to root for. Uh, they have lots of likable guys, and then they have Manny Manchado. Yeah. So I have to kind of wrestle with that, but I am throwing all my all my – uh, fandom behind the San Diego Padres here, and they are up against the Dodgers, so they'll have the work cut out for them. So probably be having to pick a new team here in the NL uh, in, in a little bit. Um, so that's who I'm who I'm uh, going with. Marlo, you got anybody that you're excited to to root for? Anybody you saw in the wild card round? No, uh, I'm excited about. Now? But now I, I mean I have to go for the A's because they beat the White Sox and they're replaying the Astros, who are pumping their chest right now. Um, <laughs> under an under five hundred team, who makes yeah, the playoffs, yeah, pumping their chest big. So, yeah, just for just for the sheer fact that we we're, you know, I could at least say they were beat by the A's if they win the World Series. That's there you go. That's what you go with. That would be great if the A's won the World Series. That would be <laughs> that would be fun. Would be, yeah, and going against the Astros, that's easy, easy to root for. Uh, maybe I'll jump on the A's. I'm going to stick with uh, Tampa. Because uh, they're against the Yankees, so <laughs> yeah, root, yeah, that's a good one too. Against the Yankees, uh, and I just—it'd be nice to see Tampa um, kind of figure not figure it out, but you know, get through. Um, they've they've had some good teams, 
Uh, obviously, a, a, a small market team, so it'd be fun to get them. So I'm going to go. I'm hoping for not that anybody wants to watch this, but Tampa San Diego in the World Series. Could you imagine? I think uh, whoever who has a World Series Fox does Fox still do the World Series? Yes, yeah. They would they would be more upset at that than uh, Texas and Oklahoma losing the week before. Big noon is is at the game, um, so that probably won't happen. All right. That's right. it. Baseball? Any other That's baseball? It. That's it for baseball. We had a, a fun stat in there. Yeah. We had an A stat, so yeah. we passed the test. There we go. Uh, on to NBA Marlowe. Finals are happening now. Uh, the um, Sorry, I'm watching Jalen Hurts fumble the ball. Oh, yeah. Bad snap, I guess. Um, yeah. Oh, you're far behind. The, the, yeah. Well, here we are. Uh, the uh, Heat pull out a win today. Uh now trail the Lakers. Who to win the series? Jimmy Butler was phenomenal today. Had over forty points, uh, and a and a triple double. Just was uh, unreal uh, today. Was the best player on the on the court, and as so often is with basketball, whoever is the best player on the court, that team wins. Uh, he he was great. Um, Tyler Harrow kept shooting. Uh, he had some struggles early in the game, but he, as he does, just keeps shooting. Uh, and I just the Lakers role players. I don't know. I always want to blame on the role players. LeBron and AD were good, not great today, and the role players were below average, and it wasn't enough for them to keep with the way J. Book performed today. Uh, and Miami gets I almost said evens up the series, gets closer in the series. Yeah, Jimmy Butler playoff. Jimmy, I didn't think. I didn't think they had it in him. I don't think the Miami. Had I know I predicted uh, L.A. in five, but I didn't after the first game. I was like, yeah, I don't think they have a chance to win a game, period. Um, but, yeah, Jimmy Butler with that 40-point triple-double. I, I thought there would be a time Jimmy come out, try to put the team on the back, and it just wouldn't be enough. Obviously, this is the time he did put it back, and it was. Uh, Tyler Hero continues to be impressive in his, uh, his playoff run here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think... You know, going forward, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I think that was the game. Yeah, that's what. You know, as I look at this and I go, can they get another one? Can they, uh, you know, keep this going? And I just, at the end of the day, the Lakers still have the two best players on their team. Uh, speaking of role players, the other starters for the Lakers: Dwight Howard, four points. Danny Green, two points. Caldwell Pope, five points. So, Markeith Morris, wait, Marcus Morris? M. Morris for the Lakers had 19 <laughs> points off the bench. Kuzma had 19 points. But just wasn't enough from the non-AD LeBron players tonight. I don't know if that's going to continue going forward. They've been kind of playing out of their minds collectively, the the uh, non-MVP players. Um it be interesting to see if that keeps going. J-Butt was great, but as a team, Miami wasn't that great. Uh, Harrow, we said, finished with 17 points. He was 2 of 7 from 3. Duncan Robinson continues to struggle. 3 of 10 for him. That's struggling. Um, they didn't shoot great. Jimmy Butler was just great. So I think there's a formula for them to steal another game, maybe two. I just don't see them winning four in this series. Um, we should say this was out without uh, Dragic, who I think is out for the series, and um, without Bam, who I don't know if he's going to be back or not. I'm. Have you heard anything about his how long he's out for? It just seems like a game to game decision. Right now it's game to game, but I don't know if yeah I haven't heard anything about the severity of it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I'm glad this game went the way it did. Obviously, I'm glad Miami won. I'm, they showed kind of the, the grit and tenacity uh, led by Jimmy Butler that I expected out of them, uh, that I've seen all playoffs from them, uh, that finally came through today. They need to keep it for going forward. I just don't know if that will, that will, that will be enough uh, for them. I'm going to stick with my Lakers in six. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll stick with Lakers of five. I was gonna say, but I could see it going seven, but I, I honestly don't know. Uh, games one and two were just so emphatic for the Lakers that you kind of feel like 
a little let up was coming, and I think that's what happened today. So, well, finals will continue going. Marlow will continue rooting against the Lakers and LeBron James, um, and he'll continue to complain that he's not getting enough fouls called on him. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, par- my parting shot. <laughs> awesome. I think uh, so. If the it was pointed out that if the Lakers do, if it goes five games, they win five. The f- game five is on Friday. Okay. Um, that'll be nice if that happens, because then by week time we get here Sunday night, it'll just be a footnote because it'll be so far away, and yeah, we won't have to, we won't talk about it. We won't even have to talk about it. Yep. Exactly. Nice. So, with that said, uh, yeah, NBA coming up to a wraps. But what's always on kicking? See what I'm doing there? No. Wow. Is America's favorite segment. Casey's corner kick. All right, what we had a crazy weekend of results, Marlo. I was watching uh, Tottenham Manchester United today. Uh, it was two to one before I even turned the game on. Tottenham was up, and uh, I turned it on in the twelfth minute, so it was quite the crazy start. And then uh, Martial got red carded for slapping somebody in the face. <laughs> who then? Uh, who did he? Uh, I can't remember who he slapped. Um, but he hit him in the face, and then he, you know, fell on the ground off of you know the the ferocious tap he had on his face. It was hilarious. Marshall got a red card. Tottenham goes on to win six one, and I was all gonna come on and gloat and talk about how how much trouble Manchester United in, which still might be the case. But then my Liverpool team, Marlow, played after that and lost seven to two to Aston Villa. Aston Villa, a team who uh, was nearly relegated had to uh ha- get a result on the last day of the season last year to not get relegated uh put a whole whooping on liverpool seven to two i honestly forgot this game was happening because football was on um <laughs> so i missed it so i don't really have a lot of in-depth analysis for it i am just shocked in the result um this should never happen but it's, oh my god what a terrible interception uh <laughs> this should never happen uh <laughs> To a good team, let alone what I a great team like I expect Liverpool to be, absolutely stunning. Uh, the surprising results continued though, uh, or I guess that was the last result. But we're elsewhere in the weekend. West Ham three, Leicester City, who seemed to be the team that was most primed to make a run at Liverpool uh, a week ago. Uh, Maybe not so much after losing 3-0 to West Ham. And then even Manchester City dropped points this weekend, tying Leeds United, newly promoted Leeds United, who had a great uh, 4-3 game against Liverpool earlier in the year. Uh, They're really fun to watch and got another result against Manchester City. So a lot of crazy results this week. Next week we have international break. So just when you get used to Marla waking up on the weekend and having Premier League soccer on, which I know you are, it's taken away from us for a weekend with an international break, which will presumably have some sort of national teams playing each other, but who really cares? Because whatever. I'm disappointed that <laughs> I, I always forget I always forget this happens this early in the season. Yeah. Like I'm just like, all right, here we go. We're four weeks into it, you know, we're we're getting ready to go and uh then have a break it just totally throws off my rhythm and the pac 12 is not even here yet to oh have no morning games for me so shoot oh yeah well i feel you brother it sounds like it looks like uh nick mullins and i that might not be the answer a quarterback mm, yeah no doesn't look like it might not be all right any throw-ins marlo i didn't write yeah oh, god i forgot about throw-ins uh I probably should have shaved my Pac-12 for a throw-in. But, um, uh, well, we were talking about uh, yeah. Serena Williams uh, hurt her Achilles. It is done for the done for the year. So uh, that it was weird because I was, at the same time, I was like, oh, wow, the whole year? And then I was like, ah, but the year's over. <laughs> it's October. It's yeah. Time's so weird. Time's, time's so weird. Um, uh, and that, there was a UFC fight, uh, Holly Holm oh, one. Yeah, I watched. I watched a little bit of that. Did you? I did. Uh, it was on, and I kind of watched it and said, "I don't really understand why this is so interesting." <laughs> but uh, she won, so that it, I mean, it was mildly interesting. But um, that happened. Yeah, NDSU played a game of football. Yeah, their one game. Of the fall <laughs> semester, which is very strange. You know, needed to get their uh, quarterback uh, some some tape for those. Uh, I want to say his name's Lance. 
but now I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> um, he threw some touchdowns, looked good. We'll probably get drafted in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works nowadays. Uh, but that's it. Yeah, I don't have any other thing. I'm just pulling stuff out. You got anything else? Stuff out? Yeah. That will... There we go. That's all we do. That's all this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to pull things out of, to pull things out at this point. Yeah. All right. But that will be... I don't have anything else there. You guys know where to find us at Twitter, 132Breeze, myself, at MarloJR, Casey, at Prof Badger Fan. Oh, throw in. I almost forgot. No. We have the Wisconsin Podcast Association uh, war show this Thursday. It will be virtually live, I believe. Uh, Are we going to wear a tux? Yeah, we're going to wear a tux. We're going to wear a tux. Going to accept our awards. I don't even know how. I don't, I don't virtually. know. Virtually. Virtually. And, yeah, so we'll be on Facebook Live, I believe. Put the link in the in the, uh, in the show notes. Uh, so we'll be doing that Thursday night. Yeah. Along with football. I forgot yeah, football's well, on, too. Woof, we got a lot to do. A lot to Busy do on week. Thursday. Busy week. All right, Casey, that's truly it for me. Do you have any last right. words? Uh, as always, California.